The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You mute it. There you go. I don't know why I can never get this right. Yo, 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 yo. It's indeed Righteous Reg. We are back. It is February still, so we are still locked into our Black History Month edition of Indeed. Our friend J-Rose is here back again, filling in for the homie Mike. Shout out to the homie Mike. How you feeling today, J-Rose? I'm feeling excellent now I'm sitting down with you, ready to talk all things independent wrestling. Yes, great, great, great. Appreciate you again for being here. And today we got a very, very, very special guest. At first, I want to start off by saying, if you were here for Soft Ground Wrestling Talk, I don't know what happened. They, it's Uganda times, all kind of stuff. Um, but we are here today. I wanted to have Billy Dixon on this show later in the month, closer to For the Culture, to maybe get a couple of more announcements. But time happens how it happens. And I wanted to talk For the Culture anyways. So today we have a very special guest quote-unquote booker man of uh for the culture his email his dms everything all his communications have been hell for the last couple of uh months i assumed so today we have a very special guest billy dixon thank you my friend for joining us how are you today um well uh it is it is i i am billy dixon i am running for the culture this year and my dms have not known peace since <laughs> thanksgiving um, but we're doing good. We're hanging in there. Life is good. Can't complain. Oxygen through the lungs, blood pumping through the chest. It could be worse. So we're here. And I'm very excited to be back in the Fightful universe. So let's get it. Yes. I appreciate you, of course, for joining me. Today we are here, like I said, talking about specifically For the Culture, my favorite wrestling show of the year. You know, when I started uh my journey into the wrestling space kind of getting into here creating the bw500 the idea around it uh, essentially was to get eyes on all these incredible wrestlers that aren't being seen aren't being shown for the culture was created and kind of 
it was following exactly what I thought out to uh, to be having a place to showcase these black wrestlers, having a place to uh, have shows that feel like us. Every There's music, there's dancing, the wrestlers are different. It's a vibe. Like the first for the culture is one of the, the second for the culture, one of the best wrestling shows I've ever been to in my life. And that thing has continued. Uh, initially, this thing was a part of the 24-hour wrestling show. Am I right, J-Rose? You're wrong. You're missing I'm wrong. One. Okay. Uh so originally it was supposed to be part of WrestleMania weekend 2020. Oh, okay. Uh, obviously that didn't happen. Right. But the first for the culture was in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was as part of the lone collective that was just held in uh, October, 2020 in Indianapolis. So that's the very first one. I'm honestly okay. offended that you would forget. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> where the first for the culture was. That's kind of crazy. Like I'm not wearing the whole hat or nothing, whatever. So take us kind of through how you got involved. What was the first time somebody was like, for the culture is going to be a show. You were heavy into the independent scene at the time. So of course you had to be involved. When did you first get word of any of this? Um. So it honestly goes hand in hand in my like time coming up in GCW. Uh, I did the collective 2019, the very first one in New York. And that got me in the door for GCW. Uh, throughout the summer, I was doing as many GCW shows and trying to help out as much as possible. Uh, primarily, there are two Tennessee shows and then any sort of video editing and things in that regard that I could do. Uh, and then in November 2019, on a whim, because I was in town to see my lovely significant other every Valentine's Day uh, in California. We pulled up to GCW show. Uh, none of the regular staff was really there. Is like, you do ring announcer, right? I was like, yeah. And I became the ring announcer. And from that point, uh, Brett Lauderdale, the booker, owner man, GCW, uh, entrusted me. Uh, as one half of the team that uh, looks over for the culture. Now, I did not, <laughs> I was uh, part of like logistical stuff and things in that regard and organizational, but I was really, you know, I didn't, I had a main book. I had right. a little bit of insight, but mm-hmm. a lot of what I did was making sure that the vibes were right, that like stuff ran mostly correctly, which was a wee bit difficult from year one and the 24 hour one being, uh, ring announcer for those and then in 2021 uh in tampa trying to figure out what all i could do to help logistically because i wasn't there so trying to do stuff for remote um it was an idea that was pitched to us as something that uh uh the other co-founder of for the culture wanted to do aj gray he pitched the idea uh brett was like hey you should probably rope J Rose into this, uh, mostly because um, I think people can sense the fact. It's like, hey, if anything goes wrong, like he'll just do it. So, yep. um, and it was essentially smooth sailing from that first part. I can uh, proudly say that the legacy of having your DMs blown up for about six months is a tradition that I I unfortunately started, and Billy has uh, taken the baton for. But outside of that, it's mostly smoothly sailing. The hardest part is, which I something I'm sure you can understand with the uh, with the 500, is figuring out who is who are the best black talents on the scene to represent what all we're trying to do as far mm-hmm. as you know putting on this platform. I'm not going to say it's the biggest celebration of black wrestling, but yeah. I'm going to say it's one of the most prominent and it 
puts a lot of people on. So for the three, four-ish shows that was on, because it's kind of involved in Dallas, but not really, because yeah, y'all can have that stress. Um, uh, trying to help pin down, hey, who deserves, not even deserves, but who would benefit the most from having this sort of platform and ready to show up and show out with the balance of celebrating with bigger names is the biggest is the most difficult thing also mm-hmm. communication but like that's just that's just wrestling that's another thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but i would hope to assume that uh things have gotten uh a little smoother from my from my brother billy um <laughs> i know that he is fighting just as hard if not harder to try and represent us as best as humanly possible but my god do I not miss people? Well, I can't even say I don't miss it because people still think that I have some hand in it, which once again, <laughs> I'm not a part of staff this yep. year. Like if I'm on the show, on I'm going to be booked just like y'all. Please mm-hmm. stop asking me. Hey, bro, let me get on. I don't run it. <laughs> I don't run it. Stop asking me. Yes. Appreciate that inside J Rose. Now, Bill, we had they had a few of these for the culture shows very lit uh, uh they were at a couple of them were midnight shows and stuff like this now where do you we transitioned from AJ Gray over to you where did you get where did when did you become involved with for the culture i guess is where i'm trying to lead to um like a random weekday i was asked hey do you want to do for the culture and i said yeah sure um and then before i had a chance to talk to anyone else in the world about it it was like oh billy's doing for the culture this year so that's how that happened because that's how fast wrestling moves yeah. so so all I the see. people who have like conspiracy theories of how this happened i am so sorry to tell you that that is exactly what happened brett messaged me with the yo text, I said, okay, sure. And then I put my phone down and lived my life and then went to pick my phone back up and it was everywhere. Um, and that's, it, that's as cut and dry as it is. Um, and it's been a learning experience and it's been fun and intriguing and I sometimes a little frustrating and sometimes a little maddening, but overall, it's been a very positive experience. And I'm very grateful, all things considered, that the show still exists and that um, people in the organization and people with great influence that do not want their names to be named or seen or whatever, uh, put my name in the hat and said that I have the ability to do this. Um, which, in my opinion, I think that this is probably the hardest show to book in the entire industry yeah. um, all year. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a show to book that's harder. I could book WrestleMania, you know, with my eyes closed. But for the culture, by far, has the most emotional gravity of any wrestling show all year. And it is a it with great power comes great responsibility, and um, it is very very difficult. Um, managing that power and managing um, all that comes with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, before I had a chance to digest that that responsibility, it was already out there. So it was happening. Now we, <laughs> you know, fuck it, we ball. You know what I mean? 
my man J Rose brought up a really good point. Like I make the 500 and that was, that's a hard task. Everybody, you can't put all 500 people on this show. You can't put a hundred people on this show. You have to make very, 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 very emphasis on the very hard choices on who's going to be on the show presented. Um, how do you make this choice? How do you, what goes through your mind of we're doing this show. These are the people I want on it. Um, so I'm going to say what Effie said in a more calm demeanor because we're both Gemini's. And I think that in some weird universe, we were the same person cut in half, but um, WrestleMania week is 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 not the op- it's not an opportunity for someone's big break. WrestleMania is kind of the season finale of the 20 like 2023 season ends that week, you know. Um and you really do have to take a look at who's making the most noise, who's made a real impact, who's really connected with the people um on the independent level and with that being said, who I can sell some tickets with, mm-hmm. um, you know, if I, if, honestly, if I could, I would have every single person on and it'd be a three hour freaking battle Royal, you know, mm-hmm. but that's not the case. And, um, you know, it, 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 you know, you also have to have people that have pedigree and people that have the gravitas and the cachet with their names, that have been grinding that may have been under contract at some point may have been huge names that I know I can, I can build with and I can do something really cool and exciting with that. People will love to see them into something different. Mm-hmm. There's also consideration to the legends that have paved the way. And I'm working tooth and nail to make sure that we have some legend representation, whether they have been on television, have been history makers, um, have been revolutionary, in a number of ways, um, there are some folks who are on the show this year that I believe are important historical figures. They have Ooh. to be accounted for as well. People who are leading the pack, who may not, who, 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 you know, may be a part of a, a, a contracted televised organization that I'm able to get the, the clearance to use. They have to come into, you know, contact as well. So it is, it is a really grueling task to say, how can I make a seven-match card featuring the best and the brightest and a show that is is really, um, truly excellent uh, while still providing people with opportunity to grow, while still honoring people who are hustling now, while still having parity with every region and internationally and a- across sexual orientation and gender identity and styles of wrestling and who fits what vibe and making sure that Black does not come across as incredibly monolithic. I mean, the list goes on and on. And the more you think about it, the more empathy that people should have to people who run shows that are really based on um, adding representation and adding spotlight to marginalized communities because it is so much more complex than your typical wrestling show. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't just book seven matches of like stunt, stunt booking and like crazy shit, LOL. Like that's not the privilege mm-hmm. I have here. You know, it, I, I have to be very thoughtful in um, every step of the way. And I want 
to implore the people who have reached out. And I'm sorry if I've not responded to you. It is not personal. Um, I don't have enough time in my day to reach out to all of the the DMs. Um, But I need people to understand that this this is not the only wrestling show that happens this year. And this show does not define you. It does not define me. It does not define... It is just a show. It's a show that has a lot of gravitas. You know, I'm not stupid, but your legacy is not defined if you made for the culture or not, because let's say you never worked for the culture and signed a 360 deal to go work in uh, Connecticut or go work in Florida. You making more money than I am right now. So like, you know, like, you know, that doesn't define you. There's people who've never been on these shows collective that are, that are killing it on television right now or making their own money on the independence. There's so many other shows happening in Philadelphia and right outside of Philadelphia that week. So I understand and I have a lot of empathy because I was in a position where I was not wrestling on these shows. And my first uh, match on the show was in a very high profile, very high stress situation. I understand feeling like it may make you feel like you're not good enough. And I'm here to tell you that I wish I could tell myself back then that that's not true and that the work really is about what you do all 365 days a year, not just one day, you know? So keep striving to be great and, you know, say fuck you to me and and prove to the world you're great without me ever putting you on the show. You know, I would, I, that would make me happy. You know, I don't want to see nobody feel like because they don't have this like weird cosign that like, they're not valid. I think that that if you if you make it and you're not on these huge shows, I think that makes you even more valid than the people who are on them. So, you know, I I, I empathize because I've been there, but also uh, being on the other side of it, you know, there is life after February. Um, there is life after April fifth, and there will be life after the next one and the next one. So, um, to answer the question. It is an incredibly thoughtful process that is painstaking and agonizing. And to tell my own friends, I'm sorry, I do not have a spot for you. It's something I do not wish on my own worst enemy. Um, and and things to consider are also your standing in the company that hosts it, you know, and, and PR and whether or not you've had scandals and all these things have to come into uh, a thing. Because the last thing I want to do is clog your mentions with people saying you should be canceled if I put you on the show or if you have not done things I've asked you to do so that you can clean up your image. You know, things like that matter as well. And it's not, it's not quote unquote fair, but it is what it is. So it is very difficult to do the show, but um, it is a very thoughtful process and it takes a lot of, of energy and brain power that I might not have anymore because of all the chair shots that I had. So there's that. Great. Another great insightful thing. Before we move forward, J. Rose, I kind of want to get your uh, your thoughts on that Effie um, and kind of what Billy got into as WrestleMania weekend isn't about breaking out. It's the season finale. It's where the people that have been shining all year get to kind of shine on the biggest stage possible. How do you feel on that whole thing? I think that it speaks to uh well for one when and obviously i'm not a wrestler but like you can ask anybody who knows me i grind i don't put my body on the line but i grind i would say nearly just as hard uh i we when i was first coming up everyone would always tell us our you know immediate vets the people who were the generation in front of us 
people were telling us, hey, you should show up to WrestleMania weekend so you can make connections, right? So um, uh, my first WrestleMania weekend was 2018, but me and my group of people who I came up with, we started going to WrestleMania weekend in 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was never particularly about getting booked, even though that would have been lovely. It was about being in people's faces. Uh, And there have been some incredible success stories of people who were just simply around and helpful and going out of their way to go the extra mile that ended up getting spots and accolades simply because they were around and helping out. Uh, The biggest such example that comes to mind right now, and I'm probably forgetting someone, uh, is Juicy Finale. He flew out to Indianapolis for the one-off non-WrestleMania collective just to help. And he got on. It was essentially a before and after period of what happened for his career. Now, granted, Juicy Finale is also six foot five. Big dude almost 400 pounds Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of hard to miss a brother like that but Mm -hmm. he would have never got that opportunity as at least not as quickly as he did if he didn't come up and show up and show face uh what i think has happened is that the people who were telling you know the people i were coming up with hey you need to show up to wrestlemania weekend uh either got signed or got tired or stopped saying it Mm -hmm. and the message got misconstrued to say oh if you're not on WrestleMania weekend now, you pr- don't particularly matter, which isn't true at all. Not true. That's that's not true in the slightest. But uh, it also speaks to a greater point of people not really having a scope of what all goes on the, in the scene. Like they're very, there's a lot of people who I've dealt with who are very talented wrestlers, but they don't really understand how the scene works, or at least the scene as I see it works. Showing up, showing out, showing face, getting the opportunity and taking the best advantage of the opportunity instead of, oh, let me ask around for bookings. That's not, you know, for better or for worse, that's not the way I came up. You mm-hmm. you showed up, you learned, you shut the hell up, and then maybe if you was lucky, you got something. I do think that it is, if you are within driving distance or if it is within your financial means to do so, Come out to do WrestleMania weekend. You know, you have the collective. I'm sure I haven't been paying attention whether or not WrestleCon's even happening or whether or not they're doing something, but I almost guarantee that there are. I know that IWTV is doing stuff out of the H2O building. Uh, as an IWTV employee, I should probably know the name of that uh, <laughs> grouping of shows, and I don't. Uh, I'm sorry, Jerry. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff going on where not only you can show up, show face, but be a fly on the wall and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned, you know, as not a wrestler, but I've learned a lot about, you know, psychology and things that I take in regard to my booking by just being a person on the wall, listening to someone else call a match or go through the reason why they're doing this decision, X, Y, Z. Uh, also as a fan of wrestling, which I feel like most, uh, people still should have a sense of pride and joy of being a part of wrestling. It gets you to be around people that, you know, you're usually never around. Yeah, uh, the child annoys me to death, but uh, it did warm my heart to see a uh, young Jordan Saint out of New York uh, fly all the way out to California, not get any opportunities, but have the time of his life because he was able to see his heroes and connect with people. That's what it's all about. And there's mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff I can tell you that that kid needs to work on. He'd be pissing me off, but <laughs> that's the attitude. Not really expecting anything. Not really seeing 
not really trying to get any sort of booking, just being around. Uh, the one caveat that I would say that I do feel kind of sorry for is the people who live in that Philly, New Jersey area. Uh, because I know, at least for me, if a if a WrestleMania came to Indianapolis and I wasn't booked, I'd be furious. I'd right. be furious, depressed. You know, some in, the thoughts up in my head would not be positive. So I can understand where you're coming from from that, but also that doesn't make you any less of a wrestler. It doesn't right. make you any worse of a worker. It doesn't make you any less of a human being. This is the all-star game, baby. This is the all-star game. Yeah. The amount of Sabonis is averaging a double-double with 20 points and, like, what, like 11, 12 rebounds? Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't make the all-star team. He may be second or third best center, at least in the conference, but you just didn't get picked. I don't know what all you could have done to strengthen your resume. And there's probably something you could have done to strengthen your resume. But even if there's not, sometimes you just don't get picked. Yep. And whether that's right, whether that's wrong, whether that's fair, whether it's unfair, it's just the way the cookie crumbles. But outside of that, do not come to WrestleMania weekend expecting that we just going to book you because, oh, we want to give people opportunities. This is not the time to make opportunities. It costs money. Right. There's way too much money on the line for us to just be – I say us like I'm running a show. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, but there's like too much money for people running a show to just give you a chance. And if you don't understand that, sorry, mm-hmm. I hate that for you. But that's that. Uh, that's just the way it is. That's the game. That's the game. You have to realize that, wrestlers. That is the game. Now, this year, Bill, we have a very special thing attached to For the Culture the general admission is going to be free, right? That's the uh, that's yes, the that is that is true. So general admission for the culture, general admission for the culture is free for the first time ever. Um, and just a caveat on that, it will be for as much space as we allow the day of the event. Right. Once we hit capacity on what the general admission would be, then we will need you to purchase a ticket online. You can still purchase a ticket online um, to be able to get a seat um, in the show. That in no mean, that does not mean that all the tickets are free. That is very, very untrue. Yes. Um, first, second, and third, and fourth, I think, tickets are still on sale. And we would like to sell out all of those seats. Um, and here's how this came about, because I feel like you're about to ask that. Yep. I was um, asking if he wasn't. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot of thoughts on the, the show and the brand of it and things like that. And in 2023, I just got the show. So I just wanted to see what it was like um, being in that position. Um, it was a real feeling out situation. And, um, you know, uh, one of the things that is is the truth of the matter is that for the culture, out of all of the shows that happen in collective, attendance-wise, would not make the top half. Yeah, and that is just the unfortunate the truth of the matter. So, what I am trying to do with this is I'm trying to number one prove that if we put our minds together, we can pack out. And we put our time and our brain and we sacrifice a little bit of sleep. We can pack the bitch out. And if we pack the bitch out and it's full, that gives yours truly an opportunity to leverage for maybe perhaps a different time slot for 2025. Um, And part of that is, you know, I don't want any excuse for uh, us to not have a packed house. 
Uh, I know that there was a lot of commotion about it being the same night as Wale Mania. Yes. And I I took that to heart because guess who's never been to Wale Mania? The person who is running the show. Exactly. So I understand how frustrating it could be to feel like you have to pick and choose. So we moved it to a different night. However, with other promotions bidding for spots and contributing their own finances to spots, it creates the available spaces limited. I think it would be a lot better for folks to not have to wake up super early after getting drunk at Wally Mania as opposed to in the evening. So we have a great lead in with spring break number like 6 million. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And, you know, we, 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 we need you to show up. I mean, I, I can't be any more clear. Um, the, the, the time for talk, quite frankly, is over um, online. Uh, I have listened to the criticism. I have listened. I have maybe not have commented publicly, but I've listened and I've watched and I've thought and I've even prayed and I've negotiated and I've worked behind the scenes to accommodate more this year than there was last year. I've done the best I can to make it a more accessible event given the criticisms. So now I need you, the, the, um, the fan, the ticket purchaser, the customer to prove me right when I'm fighting for more. Um, so, uh, please buy tickets at ftcphilly.eventbrite.com and please pack the bitch out, especially when we don't have that many more tickets to sell out. We just have to sell out all the first, second, third, and fourth row seats. That would be, so fantastic. Um, so, uh, you know, I know that there have been a lot of subtweeting and a lot of cryptic messages about the show. And I'm going to make it very clear. If I was like some narcissistic egomaniac who just wanted to glory hound a show, I would not have woken up in the middle of a Yotex at three o'clock in the morning and basically put all my nuts on the table to negotiate this show having this opportunity. So I am fighting for us as hard as I can. And I need for us to get more, for us to show up and do what we have to do. And that's packed the bitch out. Um, and that's just me being not egotistical and not cocky about it. I'm speaking very bluntly here. Um, it is very important that the show does well this year, considering all we have done to make it, you know, more accessible to folks this year. So uh, that explains the, uh, the whole general admission situation. Can I just say real quick, you're such a good PR person. You're so nice. I'll say it the way I need to say it. As somebody, you know, who's been a part of this since day one, used to run the motherfucker, uh, it was very difficult. And part of the reason why, you know, I kind of threw in the towel to see people consistently criticize what all was trying to go on with the show. Yep. See the show come around. Criticize it when it happened and say, oh, why are you doing X, Y, Z, this, that, and the third. Between time slot, attendance, booking things, why don't you have so-so on? This person was in town, why don't you try and get them? Blah, 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 blah. And then have the thing not only rinse and repeat, but then go on to ignore the rest of the Black wrestling events for the rest of the year. Yep. If you gonna wanna exist, gonna wanna act, because I'll give you your flowers while you're here, my brother. You are you, this is not your first rodeo running 
like celebrations of culture events. Not at You've all. You've done this more that. times than basically anyone not named Effie, and like that's just off the. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've, I've ran more, but it's cool. I, that's what I'm saying. I was just like, I'm trying to think. I was like, <laughs> if if it it's, I mean, you, as you a consistent brand, thing, not as a special yeah, show. Thing, as a consistent know? thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's not even close. In com mm -hmm. combined with the fact that you have been a part of way more shows than anybody else, yeah. it, that doesn't even that doesn't even come close. So, uh, hi, Mike. So. For you to be able to take this step is basically, you know, you you can interpret it however you want to, but I'll say it. We, my brother did everything in his power to make sure that you have no excuse to be there. If you're nice. in Philly, all you have to do in theory, you know, while supplies last, is show up. That's okay. it. That's all you have to do. And for a lot of people, not even in the culture per se, you already gonna be there for spring break. Just yep. stay. Where okay. are you go? Where are you going at midnight? WrestleMania. What is WrestleMania weekend? And it's not the day of WrestleMania. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Um. So if you've ever felt some sort of way about the way that either I, AJ, or anybody else is running this show. And you want it to be better, and you want it to be bigger, and you want it to represent us in a different sort of light. Now's the time. Put your money where your mouth is. And even if you can't make it to Philadelphia, uh, one of my favorite lines from Avine, it never costs nothing to show a nigga some love. Mm -hmm. Retweet, like, because I guarantee you there are people who are coming to WrestleMania Week and have no idea that there's an all black wrestling show that's yep. going on. It don't cost nothing to show nobody no love. Now, I know I'm on social media hiatus outside of promoting this, but like this this podcast. But at the same time, it's not about me. It's about you. And if you want better for us as a wrestling culture, specifically on the independents, uh, we got to start supporting some of our own. And then it not only includes you know the event that's going on in April. It includes stuff like uh, Fight Club DC. They have a show yep. on the 25th of February. It includes. Uh, the homies down in North Carolina, mm -hmm. Ashe, on the 24th, the day before. It will not be including that. I'm taking a break. Motherfuckers going to stress me out. But yeah. when we come back, it includes places like the things that I run. It includes Black Wrestlers Matter. Uh, that includes uh, minority-owned promotions like um, like West Coast Pro. Yeah. Uh, Hood Slam, Hit Club Pro. Yeah. The there's a lot of, there's on, a lot of us, on, you know, trying on. to make our difference. So I think... You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not pointing a finger and, you know, I'm not going to shame anyone into showing up, but um, please know that voting with your dollar or with your attendance is super important. And, um, you know, I understand vocalizing how you feel. I've done it, but there has to be a follow through with the action. And hopefully with this card that we've put together and um, me getting on board for some of the most insane things I think I've ever thought could be a match happening, including the main event, which I cannot reveal at this moment. Um, <laughs> it is like a generation versus generation versus generation class of like three of the, the the guys who have the same type beat, but are all very different in their own unique way. I can't wait for the reaction on that. I'm finishing up the negotiations on that match, but um, yeah, just show up, man. And I, you know, it's going to be fun time. A lot of different people, a lot of different elements and a lot of, a lot of, I've paid a lot of attention to the notes. You know, listen, I'm a theater kid. Give me a note. 
and I can um, apply and I can make a, a correction when necessary. So, you know, hopefully people are really uh, loving what we do this year. That's awesome. As someone has who has been to most of the For the Culture events, my biggest gripe has been we have two events that happen WrestleMania weekend that us black wrestling fans get excited for. Why are they happening at the same time? I was yelling at people every single time. We have For the Culture, we have Wale Mania. Why are we doing these at, at the same time? I went late to Wale Mania every year because I was I have to watch this wrestling show. I have to go to For the Culture. I got to support that first. So I'm happy that you took that and you changed everything. You've done so much to, to cater to us being able to just show up. And I love, I think this 11.59 p.m. time slot is the best one, the Friday night, because it's like, like J-Rose said, there's no WrestleMania. There's nothing kind of going on. So if there's any time for us to show up and show out, it is now. Now you have announced one match. There is a very I've special <laughs> grudge yeah. match happening that we yes, talked sir. on podcast about this grudge match before. And you said there was going to be a main event, but this is already a main event, Mr. Billy Dixon. Millie, Billy Dixon's taking on his arch nemesis the one that's been grinding his gears for years darius carter is happening billy dixon just explain the importance of this match because i already know like just seeing the graphic i'm like oh these guys just hate each other so much tell us about the importance of announcing this matchup the first one of the 2024 for the culture yes um some people like to finish their stories but where i'm from it's called getting your lick back um and uh straight up i i you know the culture has had such greatness in it but you know there hasn't been a ton of rivalries between us that have been as followed as this one um and held in the regard as this one you know i'm not saying we're the first but i i think that there's some some of us that have um you know, uh, have really worked to to make certain things happen. Uh, I hate this man. I hate him so much. Oh my God. He has tried to ruin my life and my body and my livelihood and injure me more times than I can remember. Um, I, uh, I, um, he retired me in 2022 and we have not had a singles match since. Um, and I think he's been talking a little bit too much outside of his head about me. And he has kept my name in his mouth since that day. And um, I have had enough. Um, and my mother figure in wrestling, Faye Jackson, told me uh, when she got through with taking care of him that it was important for me to get my lick back. And that sentence has been in my head every single day since. So roughly... Wait, I mean, what? <laughs> damn you, damn you, Darius Carter. Darius Carter You're came on again. and was like, absolutely not. You will not slander my name on this show. That's crazy. He was um, getting into it, J-Rose. He was. I mean, if I if I can take the baton really quick, um, I'm, uh, I'm very interested in this matchup because it's had such, like, great twists and turns. Uh. You know, as IWTV employee, I would have been watching it anyways, but like yeah. I gotta kind of pay attention. It's most of this stuff has happened 
in the spear of uh, promotions that are prominently on there. And like, I went and go look at the stats and Billy has had, I believe like it's tied two, two, two wins, Billy, two wins, Darius. Now, granted, one of the Darius wins are a little bit outside of the greater spear where everything happens as far as like Cassandra cup, Paris is bumping and vibe. Those are the like main components of what all that happens, but um, uh, well spoken bald man just cyber attacked us. Right, <laughs> get on that, man. <laughs> uh, Mike, you're supposed to be working back there, dude. Come on, that's what I'm saying. What are you doing? You just letting you just letting well spoken bald man come and attack us. That's crazy. How well, dare you let Titus on your cyber uh, attack the show? Um, as someone who uh, who bo- who books uh, J Rose. How hard is it to do, like, with how consistent and constant independent wrestling is, how hard is it to do a feud? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know you know, what's <laughs> funny about that? Um, so uh, I've been there. This, this you know, was, I will be in Philadelphia. Book me. <laughs> but um, it's funny you bring that up because I was there the last time Billy was trying to get his look back, trying to finish his story. And uh, that was with him and Hoodfoot in 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that a lot of people didn't know is that that feud started in my neck of the woods at Paradigm. Okay. Where Billy kicked me in the balls <laughs> and Hoodfoot uh, came to uh, stand up for me. Uh, I'm glad that we're past that point of our lives. We yeah, you guys seem pretty cordial at this point. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would like to think so. I think he's a very brilliant person and very heavy-footed. And Listen, emotions, wanted, you just said wrong place, wrong time, J. Rose. It's all oh, good. absolutely. If he wanted to uh, become a collegiate punter, uh, I think it's well within his uh, means to do so. Regardless, um, uh, I would always, because this is still the part where I was a part of doing stuff for, for the culture, I always wanted the roadmap to lead us to For the Culture because I think it was something that would be worthy of that space in addition to the fact that it would have been a all-Black deathmatch main event, which, right. you know, I would like to think I'm a student in the game. I don't think that's ever happened before. Like, there have been multiple black people in a death match in a main event, but not just all black. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but um, the steps that we needed to take to get there, we just didn't get there. There were car troubles. Dates were confused. The beef never went away. No. But we simply were never to take the further steps that we wanted to to build the things that we wanted to build. But it kind of didn't matter. You have that much animosity between two people. Mm-hmm. You know, you can as long as there's the initial action and the finishing action, you can get away with almost anything. So now, with a, with if a feud is ha- is happening uh, in the independent wrestling thing, are you okay with kind of taking on something that's been started somewhere else as a promote? So, so say two guys come in that are feuding, are you okay with like kind of taking on where they've been continuing? Um. I will say that it's usually up to discretion and it's also mm-hmm. about like where everyone else is. Like if some, right. if I can see somebody, Oh, they're, they're building to a crescendo. I won't touch it, but also like, you know, not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it anytime soon. Cause I don't know what that motherfucker is, but I would love to do, you know, speaking, getting your lip back and uh hood foot trying to get his lip back. Uh, there's a lick that he needs to get more than any other lick in the world. And that's what the dude who almost killed him. So I'm saying he needs to wrestle Slade. Yeah. I want, even though that's something that was born out of another universe, 
buddy on that ass i'm gonna send him to the upper room so right. like <laughs> we gotta i would love to do something with that and i've kind of looked into it but uh not as of recently because no one knows don't, genuinely for all intents and purposes no one knows where he is so um i try and take it you know that jail rumor wasn't it? last time i saw he was in jail i don't know like, people could just been talking I, that's what they say but like yeah. i i've heard so many different things and you know what maybe it's not for me to get into maybe it's totally. the best that maybe some <laughs> stories just need to be unfinished <laughs> Billy Dixon is back. We are finishing this story, though, because Bill yes. Dixon is back in the building. You left us on a cliffhanger, Bill. We thought that Darius Carter came in here and hacked the system, got you up out of here, but you are back. I think. I hope. Possibly, Possibly he is. Uh, I, nope. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Here? Um, I, my phone was heating up, I guess, because I was getting so heated talking about it um but yes uh Darius Carter for his many 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 gifts he's truly i think the most captivating performer uh that black professional wrestling has to offer um he is uh he knows it and he doesn't like people who pose a threat and given how unorthodox of a performer I am, I pose a threat to, I think, his stranglehold. And I think, you know, our rivalry has been an iron sharpens iron situation as much as it's been about two people who just don't fucking like each other. Mm -hmm. Um, But I believe that on the culture's biggest night, as some people like to, to, to coin it, I think the biggest rivalry between two black performers and in independent wrestling, in my personal opinion, needs to come to a hand, uh, come to a head and be settled in the middle of the ring. Um, because uh, in all of the matches that him and I have had, there has not been a decisive winner. Every single match can be a contested finish. Um, maybe the I quit match where he handcuffed Faye and then stomped her in the head. And I did utter the words, I quit. It's on video. Might as well not lie about it. Um, may have been the first decisive finish, but it's still like the means he had to get to to get me to quit. Um, speak for themselves because uh, I ain't a punk ass bitch. I'm not going to quit. But we're here now in February. I keep saying February because we're in February, but <laughs> April 5th, uh, I'm, I'm coming to, uh, I'm not coming to finish the story. There isn't going to be a fairy godfather coming down, and and I'm not. This is not for a belt. This is this is for me to take my manhood back because I told the man I quit, and that has stuck across me and to the point where I needed to leave wrestling. So, uh, this match is uh, probably not going to be one you want the kiddos to see. Cover the eyes a little bit. It's probably going to be very very violent, um, and um, you know. This could have been avoided if I would have had my moment at Ashe, um, where he took me being able to wrestle Darius Lockhart's first match back with his antics and his stunts. And I think he got involved in that at Ashe um, last December because he was jealous of the fact that I was given a huge opportunity. Darius Lockhart, who is the founder of Ashe, one of the best wrestlers in the world, bar none, um, was in hiatus for a while. And 
throughout his hiatus, we kept in touch and we had all these very important conversations about life and wrestling and what we could do to make wrestling better. And I think that it would have been a great moment to see his first match back be with one of his closest friends. But Darius took that away from me. So now I'm going to take everything away from him. So you should go watch Ashe on the 24th. And then at For the Culture, there will be no more Darius Carter because I am going to get my lick back and I'm getting it in blood. Um, quick question. Um, Cause I, you, you weren't in here for this part and I'm not like, you know, this isn't, this is water under the bridge. I feel like we are very good friends at this point, but you have a history of just pulling up on people and doing whatever you want to make a statement. I don't know how I would know that firsthand, but that's neither mm. here nor there. Mm. Um, I know he has the match coming up on our share. Uh, oh, uh, something happened in Indiana. Of- yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it just, it kind of escapes my mind. I don't, it's, you know, it, it, water under the bridge doesn't matter. I don't even, it never happened for real. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, if th- you have a history of doing these things for better or for worse uh, and making statements, do you have a statement that you have planned for February? Or are you just going to let things lay until April rolls around? We may be delayed. That may be the problem. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Uh, at this point, I hope so. Hello? We're like really delayed. That's crazy. What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) Are we delayed, Billy? What was the question? Might might be a little bit. Might be a little bit. Might be connectivity issues on my end. But what was the question again? I know we talked about me getting involved in beating people up, pulling up and beating folks up. What was the question? Okay, so the question was, uh, and I hope we aren't as delayed as it may be giving off. Um, do you think that there's any chance of you pulling up and making a message at I'll say the 24th? Are you just waiting until April? Are you keeping every every plan that you have close to the chest so then no one knows what you're doing? Uh, I think Darius Lockhart can handle his business on his own. I have no plans on doing anything of the sort um i'm going there to watch the show and support it and that's where it starts and ends there's lockhart is a tough tough dude you know he he doesn't and he's a better wrestler he's actually a better wrestler than darius carter um he's better technically he's more technically sound his strike percentage is actually higher than darius darius throws a lot of missed strikes if you watch his matches they do not all land um because he's so arrogant he doesn't actually look where the target is uh and i think that darius lockhart has a more fundamental and dynamic uh, arsenal of moves watch out for the flying soul crossbody i think that can actually take down um, Darius Carter. And also, uh, I've been in the lab with Darius in his hiatus. Uh, there's some new stuff coming out, and there's a new aggression. He's put on some muscle mass. Um, he's, he looks like a little Debo that's going to knock out Darius Carter, and I cannot wait to see that. I don't need to do nothing. My brother's got it. He's got it. I don't need to do nothing. 
That's that's that real sport analysis. I don't know. I don't know what other podcasts or what other wrestler, you know mm. what I'm saying, show promoter, he's gonna give you that real sports analysis just like that. Broke that brother down. He said, Hey, he may be good, but he's not connected with his hands. He said he may be talented, but my boy over here, he's hungry. He's got a brand new aggression to him. I don't know who else is that's why that's why he's him and we just the rest of us, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, where are you gonna get some something else like that? Um that impressed the hell out of me. Yeah, there's Mr. Mr. Carter, you in trouble, bro. You're in trouble, you're big in dog. trouble, bro. I ain't never heard you break down no match, nothing like that ever before. It's all arrogance and uh pompous statements. I've never heard you break down anything like that before. It's all statements. So if you not think about the wrestling, and my brother right here think about the wrestling, both my brothers think about the wrestling. That's two L's back to back. I me personally, I quit. I quit. If they got me, they got me like locked up like this already. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> Facts. You better watch out, DC. Uh, we got. I mean, us- I've been in the ring with both of them. You take notes. I've been in the ring with both of them. True. True. There's that. We got a, a super chat from our friend Van Twinblade. He says, "Very important, f- important question for Billy. How good of a kisser is Akira? Also, Bushaz and Dak, Golani and Kenny Alfonso. Hashtag Glory Pro." Glory Pro. Also, hi, J Rose. Hello. <laughs> I hope we don't have to <laughs> not. Um, okay. Kira's up there. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> A very good time was had at the big gay brunch in Tampa, Florida. A very good time was had. You know, but also. Important to note that there's a lot of kissing happening in wrestling. There's there's a, there's a lot. I will not be kissing Darius Carter for the culture. That's for damn sure. However, a lot of people are not using kissing as a maneuver. It is a lip lock. And if you are good at kissing, you can disorient your opponent enough to the point where they are incoherent for about 2.3 seconds. If you watch the match at Big Gate Brunch, I kissed Akira to the point where he was incoherent for two seconds and then speared his ass through a door and won the match. So you think it's all about the, you know, I'm not Effie. Like that doesn't get me off. Uh, I love my sis, but you know, I use that strategically to win a match. When Effie realizes that you can use the power of being horny to win matches, who Effie don't lose, but Effie and Bussy, they're, they're, they're almost there. They almost understand how to use horny powers to get the dubs. They're on their way though. But for me, you know, there's a strategy to being horny, and that's how you win matches. You kiss people and disorient them, and then put them through doors. Darius Carter, you're fucked, man. You're fucked. You're yeah. cooked, dude. Darius Carter, you're cooked, dude. But you're... I digress. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're so finished. You better stay your ass in your office, dog, because you're cooked. You're done. <laughs> Yes, a great point. Billy Dixon, before we got on this podcast earlier today, we are all living in suspense now because you said that you would come on this podcast and drop before the culture exclusive here on Indeed. Can we get that exclusive? What's going on? What's up? We're going to do our big one right now. All right. So I can confirm two things for for the culture. Uh, some people have asked, Two Court Scorpio will be in the building in Philadelphia. 
He will be competing in the main event in Philadelphia. And he is one part of the generational clash main event. That is scoop number one, because we're on Fightful. We got to do the scoops, right? <laughs> if we were at Coldstone, this would be like a love it. I think that's the biggest scoop you can get. The other scoop is that on the call, confirmed on the call, will be Big Swole and former history-making IWTV World's Champion AC Mack will be on the call together at For the Culture. And there is a third commentator to be decided and to be announced at a later date. So you got your scoops there. Scorpio will be in the building. The graphic will go up as soon as this interview is over. And uh, Swole and AC Mac will be commentating for the culture live. And it is going to be lit. Now, they get a couple of drinks in them. I am not held liable for the things that they say. <laughs> that got nothing to do with me. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a good, fun time. Wow, 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 you guys. Amazing. I was hoping that the legend, the reason that we are all here, the man himself, Too Cold Scorpio, is going to be involved. But to know he's going to be involved in this generational our big one. triple threat match at the end is going to be great. And seeing AC Mack has retired <laughs> recently and he needed to be a part of this. So knowing that he's going to be on the call is oh, amazing. Man. I love technology. Wall is great. <laughs> this is great. This is all amazing. For the Culture is coming up April 5th, you guys. It's going to be at 11.59 p.m. If you are in Philadelphia, there's only one place to be. It's a different day than Wale Mania. You can get free general admission tickets while supplies last. This is where you're going to want to be. We got some great announcements already. Billy Dixon is working hard, hard, hard to make sure this is the best show. Big Swole, historical figure in black wrestling. <laughs> Facts. Um, <laughs> Billy Dixon, tell us where we could find you elsewhere before we get to For the Culture, because you're back outside, my friend. Internet is crazy. It's wild. <laughs> Internet is nuts. <laughs> so bad. We are we are very much outside. We are very booked and very busy and very sore. Oh man. All right. You can find Billy Dixon on all the socials at the Billy Dixon. T-H-E-B-I-L-L-Y-D-X-O-N. Also, I am not above getting Cash App or Venmo tips for my service. Thank you. It is reparations at this point. Um, and you can catch me this weekend. I will be at both uh, Next Up Pro in Hampton, Virginia, and then I will be at Wrestler's Lab in Richville Park, New Jersey, the Mecca. And then you can check me out on the 24th at Ashe in Charlotte, North Carolina. I will be appearing live. I'll be hanging out in the crowd, probably getting some popcorn and taking selfies. And, um, and the biggest thing of them all, I need you here. I need you. I'm reaching out my hands. I need you. At For the Culture, Friday night, 11.59 p.m., Philadelphia, PA, as part of GCW's The Collective, general admission is free, but we need to sell out the joint. So also, please feel free to get first, second, third, and fourth row seats so that we can have the biggest For the Culture ever XL status 
you dig. So please pull up and we're going to make a movie. It's going to be a movie. Well, we haven't I, mentioned I, on this podcast at all, but you can also stream it. So that's also a thing. A part, a part oh, yeah. You, you, like, if you can't be there, like, you know, uh, how much is Triller TV? You know, I'm. I think seven ninety nine still. Yeah, seven ninety nine. That's not. Yeah. That's not bad. See, and basically, you get all the events all weekend from GCW. So not only can you see for the culture, you could see. Well, I don't know about them. Them outside promotions. Don't let me say that because I may. I may mess up and say something that's not true. But I know, pretty for certain that you can see uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break and Bloodsport. I believe on trailer tv it's just 7.99 you can support all the other promotions as well reg what else you got um i think that's it for today uh yeah definitely the collective everything's going to be on trailer so definitely subscribe to yes 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 that is the thing you can do as well (laughs) and yeah that's it Uh, 7.99 trailer tv plus is 7.99 a month (coughs) 7.99 a month uh i actually just to um just to bring it up uh this weekend as far as shows that you can support on the independence uh uh texas contender series and wrestling open are on thursday you can stream those live on iwtv saturday the good folks at h2o are doing causing havoc which is a memorial show to the late great Danny Havoc. They're hosting the Unlucky 13 Hardcore Championship Tournament uh, featuring a ton of different really talented wrestlers, including uh, Black Wrestler, just looking at Glance, uh, my good, well, I won't say good friend, but somebody who I enjoy the work of very thoroughly, one Christian Ross, will be a part of that event. In addition to that, this weekend, we have Wrestling Revolver live from Grand Prairie, Texas, as they present What a Show. You know, get it? It's like a What a Burger, What a Show. It has Leah Rush, Chris Bay, JD Griffey, uh, Brian Keith. I'm just naming all the black people. Trey Miguel, a Bye. bunch of different black talent on this show. It also has uh, Grizzled Young Veterans, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey, Elias making one of his first bigger name independent wrestling appearances, and a ton more. Please continue to support independent professional wrestling, including the things that aren't being streamed. Uh, in addition to that, uh, shout out to the boys from WrestleWave. I'm going to keep plugging them. Uh, if you like the way that black uh, streamer content is done nowadays, if you like things of that regard, they are the best as far as things go with that. I would also like to shout out my good friends at We Love Wrestling. Shout out to my boy Trey. Uh, he travels all across the country for wrestling shows and tries to put a spotlight on all different sorts of people. I love him to death. And lastly, uh, Wale Mania tickets are on sale. Um, uh, hand in hand with that. Nap is on hiatus <laughs> for a little bit. So uh, that means that um, if you knew me from before I was a ring announcer, my actual discipline is in video editing and graphic design. Uh, the bitch is back. Wow. And I'm I'm working Exclusive. on some some crazy 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 stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen it already, the uh, person who is the uh, guest of honor, uh, same as Trinity was last year, is the one the only Shelton Benjamin. He is the guest of honor for this year's uh, Wale Mania that was just announced. I created a video for it. You should go to at Kazim and go retweet it and make uh, me look good. 
But also, purchase tickets. It's not on the same night as for the culture. You can do all the black wrestling events as part of WrestleMania weekend. And it is a absolutely great time. If you've never been before, it is unlike anything else I've ever experienced in wrestling. Uh, it's like the wrestling nightclub, but if it was black and done mm-hmm. for years upon years upon years, which, you know, shout out, I guess, to the wrestling nightclub. I don't know how that would work as a concept. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I want to hear wrestling themes in the nightclub, but that's just me. Uh, but you can hear real music you can hear on the radio and wrestlers can be around at Wally Mania and a ton of other good stuff. Please go to at Kazim, uh, who is the leader of the uh, Wally Mania. Uh, to purchase your tickets on accessaxs.com. Yes, the same people who stream uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, that's all I got. Oh, I actually do got something I remembered. We're talking about wrestling events this Sunday, of course. If you're in Los Angeles, my homies, my favorite independent wrestling promotion, West Coast Pro, going to be there for Under the Bridge. That's got right. I forgot. Insane amount of talent. The homie Leo Rush <laughs> on there, Lee Moriarty, Titus, the West Coast champion, uh, Charlie, Starboy Charlie. This is going to be great. If you are in LA, definitely check that out. If you're here in the Bay Area, I'm actually going to be calling a match this weekend. I'm very what? excited about it. <laughs> now, where? Agua Wrestling out of San Jose. Hell there. yeah, man. In uh, San Francisco at the Emporium. So I'm going to be down there and I'm going to be talking some shit and I'm very excited about it. So definitely check those out and check out Glory Pro. I watched uh, Glory Pro Ascend on YouTube yesterday, Van Twinblade. Really great show. We appreciate y'all for everything we are getting out of here. We'll see you next week with some more Black History Month action going to be a good time shout out to my homie mike for being here and producing shout out to billy dixon for being here shout out to jay rose for being here this has just been an amazing time y'all have a good one y'all be easy protect your mental health and uh eat a sandwich peace all-star weekend in indianapolis